The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen podcast. My name is Christopher, I mean, John Abraham. I'm Jimmy Croker. <laughs> I am the artist formerly known as Gleep, and this is Versecast episode number 32. Today is June 8th, 2945, Standard Earth Time, and on this day in history, the HMS Beagle sailed from Port Fanny Famine to Cape Turn. You know, that's uh, Darwin. Um, Babe Ruth was arrested for speeding. And the parking meter was invented. How about that? Huge, huge fan of the parking meter. Can I also add, uh, on June 18th, 1964, cosmonaut Valentina Tereshkova and uh, Andrean Nikolaev Gave birth to the first child conceived by two space travelers. Wow. You know that just offhand? Just off the top of my head. It had nothing to do with Googling it. Now, now were they conce- was the child conceived in space? No, no, no. But it was the first child conceived by two people who've traveled in space. Oh, okay. So I wonder if there is actually been a child that was conceived in space. I, I would say maybe in a galaxy far, far away a long, long time ago. <laughs> well, without a doubt. Um, well, um, well, that's very interesting. John, um, your, your, your walking needs a little work, but not bad, sir. Not bad. <laughs> I knew who it was. Yeah, exactly. It was, I felt like I was in the room with, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Jay Kevin Moore. Pollack. Kevin oh. Pollack. <laughs> with Kevin Pollack and Jay Moore driving in a convertible really fast. How's that? Well, I'd like to hear your guys' Christopher Walken's. Hey, no, no, no. I'm not saying it was bad. It was good. <laughs> no. I'll take it. Mine, mine sounds an awful lot like my, my, my Arnold. <laughs> That's not even close. Thank you. All right. Well, week two of our new intro and outro from uh, Mr. Ronald Jenkins. It's called Fall Drift. Did you guys get a chance to listen to it off on last week's show? I did. Yes, it was quite delightful. I like it. That's, I like that's, it, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah I like cool. it a lot. A lot. A lot. Um, kick his ass, sea bass. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, check it out, please. www.ronaldjenkins.com. It's off his album, Alphanumeric. Thanks, Ronald, for letting us use it. So um, what have you guys been up to since last time we recorded? Well, I built this amazingly cool Stormtrooper model that I got uh, as a Christmas gift from a friend of mine uh, and uh, was from Japan. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. No glue. Um, all snapped together. Um, all really high quality. Um, I was shocked. Fully posable, too. Uh, was shocked at how really cool. It's a one-tenth scale. Mm-hmm. And um, it looks like any of the higher-end statuettes that you would buy. And uh, just really cool, man. I got it. It was 25 bucks. Um, my buddy uh, basically said his parents can pick up any more in Japan, and there's a few more that I actually might get and build because really just just great. I haven't built a model since I was a kid, and um, there'll be a link in the show notes to actually some of the pictures if anybody wants to check it out. Cool. Now, was the model from Japan, or was your friend from Japan, or both? Both. Uh, my friend, uh, his parents live in Japan. He, uh, he lives here. He's lived here many, many, many years, um, but he travels back home every Christmas. And uh, that was uh, the Christmas gift he brought back for me. And I just, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, that's really cool. And I put it aside. And, and finally this weekend I got the bug and it took about three hours. But again, just really, really cool, detailed model, well built, um, snapped together really nicely. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just, I was really impressed with it. Cool. And a lot of fun. Nice. John, what have you been up to? 
taming dinosaurs. <laughs> well, that I'm just gonna shut up now. <laughs> oh, how, how, how's that working out for you? Not very well. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have seen very little on that game. It's called Ark, right? Yeah. So, what are your initial impressions of it? I like it. I think it's it's actually impressive um, how well the game plays and how much content is there. Uh, considering it launched like five days ago or six days ago now. Um, so I think it's great for an early access game. And if you're into survival games, then you definitely should check this out. Um, there's just, there's tons of dinosaurs, tons of stuff you can, you can build. Um, we're having a lot of fun on, uh, Vendas's, uh, uh, private server, uh, for those guys with ships. Um, and yeah, you guys, you should, uh, like I said last week, you should at least just watch the trailer and I watched the trailer and it hooked me instantly. Um, so I'll have a little more to say about it in, uh, those guys with ships. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Nice. Cool. Well, I've just been busy, busy, busy. And, um, you know, uh, I have not been playing dinosaurs. Um, I, uh, just been working pretty much. So boo. Oh, bum bum ba, bum yep. The dinosaurs have taken those guys with ships by storm, though. They have. We we noticed that Thursday night. Uh, I think I think <laughs> is when it when the game dropped. It was Thursday night, and it was just me and Ace and Avi Physics showing up for class. Everyone else uh, playing hooky to go uh, go uh, rock the dinosaurs. It was actually a couple days after the game dropped. And, oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, but this entire week, like, that's what everybody's been playing. Yeah, well, you know, some of some of us are, are better students. You know, that's all right. I'm not <laughs> Just saying. But, all right, well, cool. Uh, since last time we recorded on the 1st of June, we've gotten, it's been a sort of a light news week, but we have gotten some things out of CIG. We got uh, the monthly report for May. And, um, of course, it's, as usual, it's a basically a phone book online. Uh, it's just dense, dense, dense. Uh, but we uh, perused through it. Uh, we did re- receive a request from Avi Physics that we uh, go through uh, the entire document point by point, and each of us give our, um, our learned opinions on, on each of those points. And uh, uh, so um, we're not going to do that. I was going <laughs> to say, I, I was going to say, everybody settle in. This is going to be a six and a half hour long podcast. Yeah. Uh, but, um, the things that I found interesting anyway, is that, um, I noticed we had talked about the, um, the Starliner, the Genesis Starliner. I think it was last week we talked about that. And there had been some question as to whether or not it was going to be a flyable ship for players or if it was going to be an NPC ship only. And it sounds like from the Santa Monica report within the, uh, May report, uh, that um, it is going to be um, a, a playable ship, and that is it's going to be a profession. That uh, flying flying a cruise cruise liner is going to, or a star liner is going to be a profession. So, I thought that was pretty cool. So, I guess that's going to be coming up in a concept sale sometime soon, um, or later. Um, Austin, uh, in their report, they uh, they talked about design docs, and it was unclear to me from that and then also uh they were uh, talking about i forget there was a, another show that we'll talk about or another source we'll talk about later where they were mentioning design docs um how far along they are with these um because uh, i know we reported last time that tony zervik had been spending a bunch of time on the uh economy uh model but uh, what they said here about occupation design docs is that he has uh, spent much of his time working out the ins and outs of the pioneer, formerly the exploration occupation, and how it relates to the functionality of an upcoming ship. Now, that's interesting because I'm I'm betting that that's the endeavor um, and that uh, the pioneering profession and the endeavor, uh, the science variant of the endeavor, are going to be... Um, are going to be related. So pretty yeah. excited about that. Very, very, um, very good insight there because we, we know from reverse the verse that the Carrick is uh, not even on the table right now. So yeah, right. I think you might be right on that. Um, and then Rob Reininger uh, completed a first pass of how the mercenary escort occupation would work 
Um, Nate Blaisdell and Evan Manning tackled the bounty hunter and smuggler application occupations. Jimmy, 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 smuggler, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. I, I just, you know, that's the first time I've seen in any game someone say, okay, there is a smuggling occupation. I was very excited to see that. I, I mean, they've been talking about it. We know it's been in the works, but to see it in print just really solidified the fact that I'm going to actually be able to smuggle stuff in this game. Yeah, how cool is that? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, so they say that these designs uh, are now sitting with Tony Zerbeck uh, for review, and once approved, will be moved over to the queue with Andrew Nguyen for gameplay implementation. So it sounds like these documents, once they're approved, that these documents might be ready for release. So um, I'm, I'm hoping that that's what that means. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, I would imagine that they're going to try and tie them to, you know, ship sales and, and you know, things like that. But uh, yeah, no, I would agree with you. I mean, I, I think that uh, we, we hopefully aren't going to see or we're hopefully going to see them coming up in the next, you know, four, five, six months. Well, and but I think that I'll bet you that we get the Pioneer one sooner than later, just because yeah. we know that the. Um, Endeavor and the Crucible are coming up, and it sounds like from a couple of bullet points in Reverse the Verse that the Endeavor is further along. Yeah, um, I, I think but, that we're going to see Pioneering next. Ah, I'm so excited. So excited. Just pinch me. They had so, also uh, they had also mentioned that they're um, they're tightening up uh, Nick's uh, Nick's Delmar Levisky uh, landing zone for the uh, social module, and then they'd also mentioned a little further down um, a couple of other landing zones that they're working on. So I think total I've seen in print uh, four now uh, out of the five that they've talked about. So it'll be uh, it'll be it'll be cool to see. Like I was at Nick's. In, in the document, they mentioned Nyx, uh, Mangus, and Helios as the other three that they're, um, that they're in development and working on. So I guess the fifth one, maybe Terra? I recall Terra being one of them. So okay. if, if I was a betting man, I'd say put, your, put all your money on black. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or Terra. Or Terra. Or Terra. Um, so, um, then other stuff, you know, at that point, um, it, the document was starting to get, uh, TLDR for me. So I just started scrolling, looking for pretty pictures and of course, Ilphonic, they had lots of cool looking stuff out there, but, uh, um, that was uh, pretty much all I got out of the report. Did you guys, uh, see anything else you wanted to discuss or are we just going to let the, uh, the uh, folks playing at home, uh, check that out for themselves? I, uh, I I gave up right around the same time you did and then <laughs> just kind of did a cursory buzz through because it is a dense document. So and I think um, if if you want to spend the time reading it, the link will be in the show notes. Yeah, I mean, this pretty much everything that we talk about that comes out of CIG comes. You can just go to the com link all and it's all listed there. So, you know. Just go check it out there. You know, it's interesting. These doc, these reports, I mean, the design documents, you want to go through bullet point by bullet point. These reports, it's sort of, they almost come across to me like uh, the different departments justifying their existence. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's something that, um, it's you, when you read through it, it seems like it's something that, um, that a, a, uh, a publisher would do internally. And it seems like it's just something that they do internally and just make public to us. Um, and I'm sure they probably buff it up a little bit and polish it a little bit more to um, to give to the to the backers. But yeah, it's it's a cool it's a cool month. The monthly report's really cool, but yeah, it's just so dense. And it's things a lot of stuff we already know because it's stuff that they've talked about over the course of the month. Right, right. I mean, and it's 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 a lot of you know working work continues. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, next up is, you know, and it's so, yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. It's definitely, I mean, you know, uh, kudos to, uh, to CIG for, um, for all of this transparency. I mean, you know, it's, you know, no one, I don't think anyone can, can say, well, the internet can say whatever it wants and it will. Um, but I don't think, uh, the reasonable person could say that, uh, that they don't, uh, put a lot of this stuff out here for us to, uh, to know what's going on. So, yeah, no, Absolutely. Thanks, guys. 
Um, and speaking of Reverse the Verse, um, uh, that uh, episode number 50 uh, came out on Friday of last week. And uh, out of that, we got a couple of interesting things to talk about. Um, there's not going to be a concept sale this week. Uh, and as I think we mentioned a few minutes ago, that work is continuing on the Endeavor and the Crucible, though it sounds like the Endeavor is uh, a little bit further along. Um, one thing that's very, very cool, I think, is that Lisa Ohanian um, is, uh, is working on a ship status page. So, you know, how, I mean, because, you know, we had that ship pipeline report. Right. Um, and it sort of gave us a snapshot of where things were at that time. But as far as I know, that doesn't get updated. Um, or if it does, I, I'm not sure where it is. Uh, but if we have a, a ship status uh, page that, uh, you know, they're constantly updating, that would be, you know, that would be extremely cool. Well, and everybody's very passionate about their ships. So I would imagine it's it's got to get tiresome to hear the same question every time in reverse the verse, you know, where's the Herald or, or, you know, where are the uh, Avenger variants or, you know, where's this or where's that? And it's got to wear on you after a while. Cause it's just like all that stuff's in development. So here's, here's a status page to give you an idea of where we are. So you stop asking. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of like tracking a package that you've ordered from Amazon it's like <laughs> tracking it doesn't actually help you get it there any faster. <laughs> it's true. Well, you know, it's, it's, that's part of the entertainment value of being a backer, you know, is, yeah. uh, is uh, you know, imagining that you're, you know, you, you see your, your ship on the UPS truck and it's, you know, coming, coming around the corner. It's like, is it here? Is it here? <laughs> just, just as long as my Herald doesn't get left in Seattle because of bad weather. <laughs> exactly or <laughs> just the big letters on the side fragile don't drop that careful uh, hey, hey careful there um uh, they uh, arena commander 3.0 this is, i have i had not heard that mentioned before is going to um is going to be where we start merging arena commander with uh star marine so okay that's kinda, that's nice kinda, so that's cool i mean we're going to get multi-cruise ships in ac 2.0 but we're not going to merge the two until 3.0, which makes uh, makes uh, Gleep have a frowny face because he's thinking he's not going to get to use his Redeemer a la Planet Side uh, to shuttle guys around in the FPS until we yeah, get to that point. That was my question was, you know, they're, when they keep developing these modes, it's going to start blurring the lines between Arena Commander and Star Marine. Right. So... Um, now that they are saying that they're going to merge it, is it going to get a new name? Arena Marine. Star Citizen. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, no, well, here's because the thing, though. this is part of the simulation inside the game. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, I think Arena Commander is always going to be Arena Commander, and I think Star Marine is always going to be Star Marine. I think that the, the merger is more conceptual than than literal you know what i mean like i think it's more of a we are now now you're able to do the things that you can do in arena commander in star marine like um pilot a ship and then in star marine you can do the things that you can do in arena commander like work on a multi-crew ship i think it's more um uh that they're merging that they're merging the technologies they're not necessarily merging the uh, merging it into the persistent universe, if that makes sense. Okay, but what if they have a game mode that has dogfighting in space going on and ground combat? Where does that go? Persistent universe. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Before the persistent universe goes live, that's a good question. Well, well, no, this stuff is going to be still live while the PU is live. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, if they have a game mode that uses both of the mechanics, mm. where does it go? I, it just seems to me like it should all be called one thing. And you launch, yeah. you get into your sim pod and you launch uh, Arena Commander and it has those FPS modes and right. the dogfighting modes. No, that makes sense. And maybe maybe at some point they will. Um you know, maybe maybe when three comes out, maybe they will. They'll maybe they'll change the name of AC and SM to, to one thing. Yeah. 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 That's but it's gonna be fun, whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. You know what Louis yes. Armstrong would say? No. Nobody knows. 
I don't get it. Nobody knows. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Did he actually do that song? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was I was thinking because like I know he knows I know he says uh, you know I'll say to myself what a wonderful world. <laughs> no, he does. The, <laughs> nobody knows. Also, I didn't know that. I'll have to go. I'll have to go Google that. Check it out. Everybody do that right now. Right now. No, 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 no. Not not right now. No. Well, right now, if you're not listening to this, it'll be in the show notes. <laughs> it's it always in. It's always in the show. Notes. <laughs> Everything's in the show notes. Oh no. no. Um, good news. Star Citizen is going to work with Windows 10 and DirectX 12. Um, so, you know, I've got this little icon down in my SysTray now that's saying, hey, Windows 10 for free. Oh, but yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared to, to update because I'm, I'm afraid that uh, some things will work and other things won't. Well, all, all that thing is, I actually did that today. All it is is um, it lets you reserve a spot or something. Oh. Um yeah, it's a reservation. Uh, so, oh. yeah, you just put your email in, and then they'll send you the update, and you choose when to update. And So it's not like forcing you to update just by clicking that. But if you have that on your version of Windows right now, uh, uh-huh. you should probably just reserve your spot because it's not going to force you. It's just, you know, reserving. Okay, well, you guys listen to Louis Armstrong, and I'm going to go uh, click on this right now. Do Perfect. Oh, okay, done. All right. <laughs> Um, and so was there, um, anything else in, uh, I know Jimmy, you went through the, the reverse, the verse, you see anything else, uh, interesting? Yeah. Um, Lisa had mentioned, uh, two more flyable ships are coming out very soon. Um, but generally, yeah, which is awesome, but generally speaking, and this makes sense. Um, right now the team is really focused on the bigger ships for squadron 42. Um, so, cause I know a lot of people are saying, you know, that, that I thought we were getting more ships. I thought, you know, that, that the pipeline was going to start moving along quicker. And it is, but I think it's just not yet. You know, they're, they're trying to lock in um, the stuff for uh, Squadron 42. And I would imagine those bigger ship assets are, are eating up a lot of the uh, ship development team's time. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, I, we've got two ships that are going to be coming out soon. Um, the Herald is basically on the back burner right now. Um, so there's no news on that anytime soon, which is a little bit of a bummer, but um, I think we, we touched on this earlier. Uh, what do you guys think the two new ships are going to be? Uh, actually flyable. Yeah. Flyable ships Two um, two more flyable ships. Yeah, you're right. So it wouldn't be the endeavor, but um, Lisa's saying two more flyable ships soon. Uh, Retaliator, because I know that that's one of the, um, that's one of the ships that they're using in AC 2.0. Okay. Uh, um, and just for my own selfish reasons, I'll say Redeemer. Okay. John, any thoughts? Well, the Connie is the one that they've said is like the test bed for multi-crew ships. Right. So I feel like the Connie is probably next. Oh, I, I, I'm... I honestly couldn't tell you. I mean, on the one hand, I know the Merlin is close to being done as well, but I don't think they're going to make that a f- like a f- like. Hey, look, it's a flyable ship because only people with constellations have it. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless they're going to make it available for sale, which would be weird because it's just a short range light fighter. So, I, honestly, I'm at a loss. I don't know what two flyable ships are gonna uh, they're gonna release. I really don't. I mean, I, you know, maybe they'll surprise us all and do the. Um, uh, whatchamacallit, what they just had the sale on. Oh, the, the uh, Re- Re- Reliant? Yeah, the Reliant. Maybe that's closer to being done than we think. Well, there's no reason why... I mean, they could do the Herald, or the not the Herald, the um, the Merlin. I mean, it just it wouldn't come with the Connie. It would just you know right. show up show up in your pull-down menu in Arena Commander, and you could just select it and fly it. Yeah, but I mean, it's a, it would be a ship that people that own a Connie have. What about the people that don't own a Connie? Or I should say an Andromeda specifically. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, so the internet would get would get all whiny again. I mean, you know, and I'd be that, fly, I'd be flying my Merlin. That must be mean. It's a day that ends in Y. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, well, but look I, at I know. the turnaround time for the Mustang, because it seemed like they announced that and then it was out like right afterwards, and now it's flyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So yeah, well, you never know. Maybe, could be. I don't know. Now, this was another thing that I thought was interesting and odd. Um, 
and, and I don't think when I say they're working on, I don't mean that they're actively working on, but they mentioned that they're working on the Dragonfly. Mm-hmm. That didn't win the poll. The Reliant did. So is it just a fan favorite that they're they're kind of futzing around with? I think it's. I think Lisa likes it, which I don't know how much pull she has in this sort of thing, but um, I know she's talked about it a couple times. Like it's something she wants to see happen. Um, so um, I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah. Would you say no to Lisa? No, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be curious. Like the dragonfly is an, an interesting concept. Um, it, it's you would think that it's small enough to be able to fit on a number of multi, of smaller multi crew ships, or you could have a whole wing of them on like an Idris. You know, I mean, I I, I don't know what role it's going to play, but it is kind of a weird, interesting, quirky little. Well, does it motorcycle to have in space? Does it fold up? I mean, you know, like it could be like a, you know, like a Brompton bicycle, you know, you could fold it up and, you know, put it, you know, pop it in anything that has any kind of reasonable cargo capacity, you know, like the back of an Avenger or, you know, you wouldn't be able to to deploy it, you know, in, in, in space, but, you know, you'd be able to have a, have it to uh, um, haul around with you. And if you needed to do a short run or an EVA, if you needed it for, for an EVA, you could use it. Right. Imagine... If it it could uh, fly in atmosphere, um, and you you had a larger ship that couldn't land in atmosphere, you could just throw that thing out there and take it down to the surface. Yeah, for nachos. Yeah, <laughs> for nachos and crumpets. <laughs> exactly. Um. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And then um, they they touched on uh, there's. I think we all know um, that there's a huge uproar in the forums over um, controller development. And, uh, you know, you can tell it's kind of wearing on the team. And they kind of made a statement during Reverse Diverse where they said, you know, logically, it doesn't make sense for us to try and do controller balance right now. Um, we're trying to get all the game mechanics realized and get all the assets in and and balance the the, the, the game overall and then they want to work on controller balance. Yeah. And I know the forums were really pissed about that. And, and as a mouse and uh, keyboard flyer, I, I don't really have any room to make an opinion on it. Um, but I will say that that does make sense. You know, that, that, that if the game is constantly changing, if the, the balance is constantly in flux, why dedicate those recess resources right now? I know? agree. And, you know, when a game is in beta or alpha, um, I don't think anybody should expect them to be refining um, other controlling apparatuses. Um, yeah. Keyboard and mouse is it for PC games. Like, that's how you interact with your computer. That's how every single PC game is controlled. Um, the other control methods, I think, should be on the back burner until... They have this stuff nailed down so they know what they're working with. And I'm, I'm sure our, our uh, stick and throttle uh, listeners are out there. Their heads are exploding. And if they are, I will say, please send hate mail to John at... I'll take it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think, I, you know, I, it just... I, and I agree with you, John. And, and again, it, it's hard for me to have an opinion at, because I'm not a stick and throttle flyer. But it just... It, it makes sense. And the way that they explain it is kind of like, you know, come on guys, give us a break. Like we get it. We know that you, that you want this, but yeah, this is an alpha. Just let the game get a little bit more realized. And then I'm sure they're painfully aware that the controller, uh, that controllers do need development. So is the controller is a really complex input device because there's not a lot to it. So it takes a lot of development for it to feel good. Right. Um, if you've ever played an FPS with a controller, you'll notice that some FPSs feel great and some FPSs feel not so great. And it's because some developers put in that time to make it feel great and the other ones don't. And when they don't, it just feels like you're trying to control a, a game that was meant for a mouse with a controller. Right. Well, I play with a gamepad, and I think it, it's it works fine. And I know um, Ace uses um, a 
joystick and a mouse and the game plays fine for him. So I think that this is another example of the vocal minority um, complaining because, you know, I'm not winning enough. Therefore, the controls are out of balance. Well, I think I think that there is there is some fairness in the complaint that that the stick and throttle um, can be more difficult uh, combat wise than the mouse and the keyboard. I think it is definitely a bit exaggerated. Like I've seen on the forums where people are like, you know, you know, six year old mouse and keyboard, you know, people are are, are poning us left and right. I think that's a little exaggerated. But, I, you know, I'd also read a, um, a, a post on the forums that had addressed very specific questions about the controller. And I get it. You know, um, but like I said, I, at the end of the day, I also understand the other side of the coin, which is we're we're right in the thick of development, you know, and I would say that the game is what, 20% completed, 15% yeah. completed? Yeah. Well, I mean, and if we go back to those uh, those charts that uh, Yellowstag uh, uh, pointed out to us, might have been at one of our, our meetup events. But anyway, it at that time, it showed that the ship that was by far dominating all other ships in all play styles was the uh, Gladiator because of the missiles. Right. And, that's, and that's not going to be, you're not going to benefit from mouse and keyboard with that. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, because the missiles aren't gimbaled. So, you know, it's... God, it's just speaking in a teapot. Speaking of uh, <laughs> yeah. Yellow Stag, he yeah. uses a controller too in a Gladius. He does, and he, he destroys does. everybody. <laughs> he yeah. does. He, he is. He is uh, a a tough, tough component. Yeah, that's uh, right. Or yeah. So, well, I'm, you got you got Yellow Stag, Opponent, Roberts, component. And, that's just weird. You got Gleep. So <laughs> three controller players. Yeah, Chris is. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Winners. Winners. <laughs> and then um, the only other thing that I kind of gleaned out of uh, Reverse the Verse was uh, when Travis sat down. And I love that the whole universe stops when Travis sits down. When Travis sits down, it's like <laughs> it's like they tell the internet, you have seven minutes, here is Travis. <laughs> and like the skies part and, you know, Travis, you know, comes down from his golden chariot to drop some knowledge on the community. But um, he had mentioned uh, prison ships are a very real possibility. And here's the big thing. He said, first-person shooter is weeks out, not mm-hmm. months. And I thought that was like, I was like, whoa, ho, 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 fella. It was fella. weeks out months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, I won't argue that point. Um, but I think, it's, I think it's further along, especially now that they're talking about the, the, um, uh, the way that they're going to release it, like the way that they released Arena Commander, which is going to be um, in waves, starting with the earliest backers and moving forward from there. Um, the fact that they're talking about that, I do think that we're going to see this a lot sooner than we're, um, you know, it, it's way late now, but I think that we're going to see it a lot sooner than we're expecting to at this point. Uh, well, um, speaking of that, um, in e- Around the Verse, uh, we got a segment uh, with uh, a Star Marine update from Travis. Um, and in I, I thought that, uh, his, uh, which would have actually happened before um, his comments made in Reverse the Verse, right? And um, it sounded it sounded like to me, anyway, to my to my ear, that um, we wouldn't be getting the update anytime real soon. Um, uh, you know, he did have some. I mean, but he did a good job of explaining. He's going, look, you know, this is this is much more. Uh, an integral part of the entire package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was I thought that was key too uh, when he had talked about that. Yeah, totally. Right. So it's it's really important that we nail this. So we can't we can't we don't want to put this out um, sort of half baked. We want it we want it as as good as we can make it at this point. Um, and a couple of the things that he talked about that I thought were very very interesting was that uh, it that the matchmaking is going to come with ability pairings, which I think is um, going to be, is going to make the game a whole lot more fun. Cause you know, it's like I was, before we started recording, I was talking with uh, John about playing planet side last night. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it, uh, we, me in particular, were just getting owned last night and that's less fun. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely less fun. Um, and I mean, just, you know, not just getting owned on you know a couple of occasions, but you know, just like spawn, die, spawn, die, spawn, die. Um, so you know, having the ability to actually get paired up with somebody of similar skill, I think, is going to make the FPS 
um, module so much more uh, playable from an enjoyment perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I definitely agree with that. John, how do, I mean, how do you feel about this? I mean, I, I know, you know, you're really looking forward to the first person shooter. And I know it's it's been delayed for what, what six weeks now? Are we six weeks behind? From from when they had Is said it initially? only six weeks? I don't know, like six, six to eight weeks. Now, it feels like it's huh. been six years. <laughs> well, now we know how John feels about it. <laughs> how do I feel about it? Um, you know, take your time. I think they should just they should just keep developing it, and uh, you know, I think it should be up to their standards. And if they think if they feel like it needs more development, then keep going because I. Yeah. I can wait. And if, like I said in the forums, I would rather have a polished product rather than something that feel like they pooped it out because they, it needed to be out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're getting pressure from the community. No, I, I agree with you hundred percent. It seems to me like, especially after, uh, Travis, uh, had talked during, uh, around the verse. Um, I felt the same way that you did Gleep that, that, that star Marine is so much more, integral to the overall game design and i think that that might be just guessing here that that might be something they realized after they made the announcement that oh it's going to be coming out you know you know two months ago i think they might have made that realization after the fact and we're like oh you know what there's a lot more that we need to do to really get this right to to begin the integration between this and and arena commander well Mm -hmm. it really is like 50 percent of the game and if they nail it they are going to be pulling in so many more players. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that the, the, the important thing to note is that John has the patience of a dinosaur. Dinosaurs are notorious for patience? Yeah, I didn't realize they were. Do they, Million, do they have dinosaur zen palaces? So that, uh, they, they just I've get seen Jurassic zen Park. and, and uh, They don't seem very patient. No. Okay, well, maybe maybe that wasn't a good analogy. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say that that might be a bad one. Yeah, I think so. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> so, you know what? The Reliant Concept sale was the most successful sale to date. I'm kind of th- surprised about that. Affordability. Affordability, coolness. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's a cool ship. I th- Here's the thing, though. I think, like, like, you know, the three of us have a fair number of ships, and, and a lot of our community members have a fair number of ships. But I, I think we forget that there's a lot of people out there that only have one or two smaller ships. Yeah. I think it's, it's like some huge percentage, like 80% of the people only have one ship or something like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're, we're nuts. We're clearly fanboys. <laughs> That's obvious. Yes. Um, you know, but I think a lot of people are a little bit more wait and see, you know, I got, um, you know, I got a Hornet or I got a, a 300 I and I'm just going to, you know, play it occasionally and just wait and see and watch the game develop. I think that a lot of people are like that. So when you put something as cool as the Reliant on sale and you put it on sale for 50 bucks, I think that moves those people, especially, to pick up another ship. Yeah. It's yeah. still surprising that it was more successful than the whole sale, though. Well, I wonder uh, if it's, yeah. mo- it's more successful by number of units or by money raise. I'm, I'm guessing the former. Yeah, yeah, number of units. Yeah. 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 I mean the the cheapest hole was only ten bucks more than the Reliant. Yeah. And there were yeah. five different holes. So yeah, that's that's pretty surprising. Yeah. Um and then uh, Santa Monica um uh had some stuff about character creation, is that right? Yeah, they um they they just they didn't really get too deep into it, but um Travis was talking a little bit about the fact that they were they were in deep on character creation. Um and I think part of that has to do with literal like characters like for Squadron 42, um you know, and possibly for the social module, you know, vendors, bartenders, so on and so forth. Um but I think a byproduct of that is that they're also developing or, or have developed the character, the player character creation. So um, they talked about a little bit about character creation. They talked a little bit about multi-crew. Um, they're all very excited uh, that they're finally having an opportunity to dig in deep into multi-crew. Um, I think Travis had said that, you know, the whole don't get cocky kid is like kind of like their philosophy with developing the multi-crew. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm kind of hoping that we'll see 
because uh, I'm a narcissist. So I'm kind of hoping that we'll see character creation and social module because I really want to make me four-star citizen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, 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 I want to see you made in the, uh, in the likeness that John posted on the forums. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, John. <laughs> I'm going to get you one glove for your birthday. <laughs> exactly. A, a rhinestone laser pistol. <laughs> Nice. Um, and uh, and then here's the part where I got confused from before when I was uh, talking about this. Uh, Austin reported uh, from um, uh, in their in their report that uh, work is beginning or it was hard to tell whether it's beginning or resuming on the pioneering design doc. Whereas in the monthly report, they said, you know, it's pretty much done and on Tony's desk for approval. So very very confusing uh, there's 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 so much happening i think you know i think it's hard for everyone to be like right on the same page exactly and i think it's probably somewhere in that area of it's sitting on tony's desk for approval but that that the the work is like the actual like hard work into the pioneer document hasn't started yet because now tony's got to go through it and approve it yeah, I, that could be. Well, the, you yeah. know, it's it's on, it's on radar. So let's. Yeah. Uh, let's but a, uh, apparently, the mining gameplay prototype is wrapped up. John, how do you feel about that? Excited? Get to mine? Yeah, I want to see what it looks like. It's. I mean, I, I I I'm curious though. When they say gameplay prototype is wrapped up, does that mean that it's signed off and it's approved, and these are the mechanics that are going to be implemented, but haven't been the code hasn't been written yet? Or yeah, is the code written? I feel like it's just uh, a design of how it's going to work. That's that's yeah. what I get from it. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, that makes sense. They've got a lot of work ahead of them, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they really do. Um, uh, the UK Crazy Mike was back. That's all I care about. Space Viking, praise the sun. He didn't say anything. No, he was they, back. they talked. They talked a whole lot about absolutely nothing. But who cares? Space Viking, praise the sun. Praise. The, I don't even know what that means, but you know, <laughs> goober. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, they finally got a uh, uh, an intro for uh, Ship Shape with Lisa O. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, there were some cool interior shots of the airlock chamber of the Starfarer, which I thought was uh, was pretty. Uh, pretty fun um and what they are saying is that the ship feels a lot bigger on the inside than it appears like it should from the outside so and they're calling that the tardis effect which <laughs> nice it's pretty cool and and my uh, my star g will in fact be bright blue like a tardis so oh, very there nice you, there you go um and then we we talked about the uh, star marine update uh from uh, travis um uh, although um one thing when he did say that i thought is interesting and I guess there's some, uh, the internet's also uh, winding itself up about this as well, uh, that when they do release, and they are, because we discussed this last week, they are going to be releasing Star Marine to the PTU, um, but they're going to be rolling it out by citizen number, which um, um, I, I, I think because they only want to have so many people at a time because they, they don't want it to get broken by numbers, Right. Um, so, um, uh, do you guys know what uh, what your number is? I know, John, you've got to be really high up, but I know I'm I'm just under five hundred thousand. Um, and how do you how do you feel about that? Do you think that's like like a fair way to uh, to implement it? Well, that's how the PTU was going to work originally. Well, yeah, that's how it launched, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But I didn't get in, um, so I don't know if if I would get into this even. I, I wonder. What? Oh no 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 no! You can you can get in. I mean, it, it, every time it it's, it starts all over again. So um, it's it's all based on your citizen number. Yeah yeah. So you'll you'll get in, but you'll just be a little bit later. Like for example, like I think Gleep, you were what like uh, four hundred and four hundred thousand. Four hundred ninety-seven thousand five hundred thirty-nine reporting for duty, sir. Nice, yeah. And I was like four hundred eighty-one thousand two hundred seventy-three. So I'm I'm a little bit ahead of you, but you and I would I'll probably get into the same group, right? Um, and then and then John, you'll probably I don't know what your number is, but you know, you'll get 000. in. Oh, all right, then you'll be in before us. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You'll probably be in, in like one of the, the the first waves. Oh yeah, if you're thirty, you're thirty-two thousand, really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. 
Color I mean, me impressed. Thirty two thousand three hundred sixty. But you know who's counting. <laughs> yeah. You you might very well be in like uh, the first like half dozen uh, you know uh, waves that get in. Yeah. Oh, he he will. And they 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 said that once the rollout begins, they're gonna they're gonna be patching it twice a week. Which uh, they're they're saying for like folks that have capped uh, internet uh, uh, download capacity that uh, you may want to consider not participating just because it's going to be a huge amount of data you're going to have to suck down on a regular basis oh wow yeah like just like basically wait until it's kind of been released and the dust is settled type of thing right because australia you know like yeah it's pretty much everyone there has has capped internet so it's so frustrating i have fios and when fios isn't at 100 percent i i yell at my wife i'm like what are we animals this is ridiculous (laughs) reset the server I can't live like this. So I can't even imagine what people in like Australia or, you know, people with really slow up downtime have to deal with. It's just a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so um, I, I think, uh, I think it's good news. I think, I think, you know, the positives are they're not going to release it um, until it's ready, which is, is, is what we want um, uh, is what reasonable folks like us want. Um, <laughs> and that, um, it is going to go to the PTU first. Um, and it's, it's getting done right. So, yeah, and, totally. and, and, and this is important. So let's, uh, let's not screw it up. Um, all right. Well, um, we also got uh, 10 for the writers, which, um, I thought was uh, kind of interesting. One of our own got a little love, uh, Yay, Jimmy. Virus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, MacVirus asked a question uh, regarding uh, the player reputation system. Beyond basic good and evil alignment, uh, will career choices action and actions also play into the reputation um, and, uh, and the way they interact with NPCs uh, and the rest of the universe? And if so, to what extremes? And, uh, you know, again, I think with all of this, what's funny, one thing that I find with just a quick tangent that I find with watching the 10-4s and around the verse and reverse the verse is a lot of this stuff is still very much like just on the drawing board. Like a lot of times when people ask questions or when they answer questions, it's like, yeah, no, that, that, that's cool. Yeah. We could take that into consideration. Sure. Um, so again, they got a lot of work ahead of them. Oh man. Just crazy. But the short answer was yes. Uh, they want to do shades of gray. Um, you know, they don't want like, for example, um, uh, Star Wars, uh, The Old Republic Online. Uh, you can play through those questions multiple times and basically get every answer. Or, you know, if you're a Jedi, for example, and you want to be all light side or all dark side, you might answer questions yes or no that go against what your char- what your beliefs are as, as your character in a greater picture just so that you can get to that goal of being, you know, all dark or all light side. And they were saying that they really want to avoid that. They want to make it to where you can only answer a question once. Um, there will be there will be multiple outcomes. And for example, um, they were saying that like if you become a world or galaxy renowned bounty hunter, criminals might treat you a little bit differently. Um, you know, or people in general might might look at you a little bit differently once you've established the reputation of being, you know, a badass bounty hunter. So, but again. This is stuff that is not in game yet. This was stuff that the writers were like, "Yeah, that's really cool, and that is our end game goal." So right, it's still going right. to be a wait and see kind of thing. Right. Well, you know, I'm not aware of anything to this point that has come out in a design um, a reputation or, 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 or in a, no, in a design uh, idea and a concept that they have backpedaled on and said, "You know, what? we're not. We we thought that would be cool to do, but we're not going to do it." Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, I mean, and, and, you know, granted, it may be down the line, you know, it may be, you know, years um, before we get to it. But, you know, if it's if the if the vision is is a 10 year run for this, then, you know, that that's fine. You know, at least I, I think it's fine. It's awkward. It's silence. Fine. It's, it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I heard a little little walking in there. Thank you. (laughs) So walking or Seinfeld? (laughs) I I can't. I can't do. Who are all these people? Yeah, you see, that's that's the best I can. That was was better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sort of on a similar note, they were talking about eavesdropping on NPCs and uh, asking, you know, if you go to a bar and you overhear a conversation, can that lead? Can you 
gather information which will lead to a quest invitation. So I think, you know, sort of similarly, what you were talking about with sort of the richness and the, you know, the, the, um, the, the, rea the real realism of, of the um, uh, interaction with NPCs, um, you also, it's not going to be going to the guy with the exclamation point over his head to get a quest. You, you're going to be right. able to generate quests um, uh, by overhearing information and um, uh, then using that information to take an action and that something, a quest will come out of that. How they're going to do that, who knows? But the idea that they're, you know, again, that they're, they're talking about this, like this is the way that they want to do it. Um, I think is is exciting. I mean, I think for things like you know cargo hauling or uh, you know bounty hunting, there's going to be like there there will be job boards. You know, like if you want to, yeah, you wanna, yeah, totally. If you want to go to the you know the uh, the haulers guild or whatever it is and say, hey, I have a you know ship available. Is there any cargo that needs to go? Uh, you know, to the next system. Uh, there may be a listing of, of things that you can select there. Um, but um, it's also, especially for um, uh, uh, guys like you, Jimmy, that are going to want to make money smuggling. You know, it's like you're not going to go to the smugglers board. You know, I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. That's not going to exist. But if you overhear a conversation in a bar where someone is saying, you know, hey, I've got, you know, what are we going to do with all of that that illegal cargo that we've got sitting? You know, we got to right, 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 right. We got to get it out of here before the inspectors get to our ship. Right. Or, or go and track down the local widow dealer in, in whatever bar on whatever system, you know, yeah. um, and talk to him. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, you know, it's really interesting. Um, they talk, they've talked a lot about what they want to do with, um, with the, the questing system. And like, for example, yeah, like you can get a mission off of a bounty hunter board, but then they were saying that like, while you're going to your destination, you know, a, a randomly generated ship could spawn that is getting attacked by pirates or or it's a ghost ship and you could go onto that ship and open up a locker and there'll be a quest in there that'll take you into a different direction. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, so they're they're the what they're planning on implementing for the quest system is really, really deep. And if they can pull it off, it's going to be incredible because it's going to feel incredibly natural and incredibly immersive. And it's, you're right. It's not going to be the guy with the exclamation point over his head, you know, going, go kill you know, 12 beavers and bring me their pelts. <laughs> yes. Now go kill 12 more beavers and bring me their <laughs> yeah, meat. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, and then there was a couple of other things I thought were kind of interesting that they talked about, uh, uh, someone asked about uh, search and rescue. Would there be sort of an independent, like third party, um, uh, like uh, an intergalactic red cross where um, you players could, uh, um, um, uh, get their uh, get missions to go do search and rescue kind of stuff, um, and that also um, were there going to be uh, was there going to be a mechanism that's going to record uh, what you do in in the game? Because um, you know there are other like in other games, uh, you know MMOs you played, you know you can go sort of look at your quest log and see the things that you you've uh, accomplished, and it will you know sort of paint a narrative of your character's. Um, um, uh, you know, life in the game. Right. And so what sort of made me think is like, if, if that is going to be there, would that kind of temper what you would want to do as a profession? I mean, you know, if you, you know, if you're, if, if there's sort of this dynamically um, uh, recorded um, book, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, being created as you progress through your activities, would you you say, hey, well then, I I want to I want to read my book about being a smuggler. I don't want to read my book about transporting cargo. And then he took five barrels of you know <laughs> yeah. of uh, unobtainium to uh, Alpha Centauri. You know, I mean. Well, the thing the thing I thought was really cool about that was that they were saying that that the journal entries are all going to be apps on your Moby Glass. So I would imagine uh -huh. you're going to be able to piecemeal together the types of apps that you want. Like, for example, there'll be an app that just tracks how many miles, um, you know, you've flown, you know, that type of thing. So, um, I, I mean, potentially, you could probably get specific apps to, to cover specific parts of your um, journey, if you will. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I, I just think, and again, I remember these are the um, uh, these are the Imagineers. You know, these are the guys uh-huh. that are that <laughs> yeah. are that are making it all up. So um, you want them to uh, to make it as uh, rich, and you want them thinking outside the box, and you want the the guys that are actually going to have to code this to hate these guys. <laughs> I um I just love the fact that like uh, the 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 amount of attention and care they're putting into the Moby Glass. I love the fact that like there'll be different looks from different manufacturers and there'll be different apps that you can buy and port into your Moby glass for different things that you do in the verse. Um, I think that's just really cool. I, I don't know why I like that so much, but it's just like uh, maybe because it speaks so much to what we do now with phones and with apps on phones. Yeah. Um, you know, that like, this is like the 900 years from now in the future, you know, mobile device. Um, and it's going to be so the, the way they've described it is it's going to be so rich and it's going to be so immersive and it's going to have so much functionality to it. And I'm just, I'm very excited for the Moby glass. Cool. Uh, well, we finished up the, uh, the military ships free fly week and, uh, did any of you guys, uh, tempted, uh, make any changes in your hangar? I wasn't. Well, I... because the. I, I, maybe I, I'm sorry. I, maybe Sounds I should. Like, no, I should have um, uh, continued that thought and said they put the ships on sale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, the, the the military ships are all on sale. Um, you know, so that's the the Super Hornet. You know, all the Hornets, uh, the Gladiator, um, the Gladius, um, uh, and the Mustang Delta are all on sale through Friday, June twelfth. Um, so. Um, uh, I was not, John, you were not Jimmy. Did you make any changes? No, I did. Um, for the first time though, fly the gladiator, um, uh, a couple of nights ago and I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I'm not going to pick one up, but I really enjoyed flying it. It, it it's uh, handles a little bit heavier than a Hornet, but the guns are really powerful. Um, I liked it. I enjoyed flying it. You know, it was interesting, uh, in, um, uh, let's see, when was it? I think it was, it was one of the flight academies. Maybe it was, was it? Last week? Anyway, uh, we did an exercise where we were um, testing out the maneuverability um, of the different ships. And um, it, it turns out that the um, the Gladius and, or the Gladiator and the Super Hornet handle pretty much the same. They have, you know, they're, they're about the same level of maneuverability. That's not um, surprising. Yeah, which um, I thought was uh, was kind of interesting. I mean, the Gladius is a, is just you know the most um, the the most responsive of, of those ships. I mean, I think as I recall, the uh, the uh, the Delta was was pretty responsive too, but uh, it tops out at, at uh, two hundred uh, meters per second, whereas the the Gladius will uh, will take you up to two forty. So. Yeah, I flew the Gladius for a little bit too. Um, also a fun ship. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I like both of them. I took them out for a test spin for, for a couple hours the other night and, and enjoyed them for different reasons. Yeah. Um, I, I know that, um, I didn't make any changes and I know that I'm going to miss not having a gladiator when the bombing mechanic, uh, comes to AC. And I think that's supposed to be pretty soon, but <coughs> excuse me, I, I don't know exactly when, but I, I, I've got an, being a subscriber, I've got enough REC saved up that I just rent one when, when that happens. Nice. I might do the same too, just to check it out. Yep. So, um, all right, guys. Um, what do we got coming up? We don't know. Star Marine, Arena Commander 2.0, Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess we just stay tuned and, um, and uh, you know, uh, ride a dinosaur until then. <laughs> keep, keep looking for content and ride dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. So, so Jimmy... Yes. I yeah. I heard that you're trying to get your Angry Birds community off the ground. Oh yes, my yes, I I am absolutely trying to get my Angry Birds community off the off the ground. How do I do that, John? Well, you could go to engine.com <laughs> where they have powerful tools that help you create a website for your gaming community using very intuitive modules and even HTML if you know that stuff. But it's just super easy and it's free. That's amazing. My grandmother, my grandfather, me and my mother-in-law will oh, be yeah. so excited. I, just, I know. Angry birds. Yay. I know your your grandma's way into Call of Duty. Zombies. <laughs> Nazi zombies. She she doesn't like the, the Nazis. So Who does? Nobody really does, I don't think. No. No, they got I hope. You know, 
No, I should hope not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not so even I, in Kung Fury. So, so I can start my <laughs> I can start my Candy Crush um, gaming community through exactly Engine. all those nice all those King games. You know, Clash of Clans, uh, Farmland. I'll, yeah, I'm probably gonna make one for uh, Game of War, the Fire Age, whatever that is. Um, so yeah, just head over to Engine.com, spelled E-N-J-I-N. I will do that, sir. I will do that. All right. Well, um, you know, and thanks again to Ronald Jenkins. Um, <laughs> and um, I, you know, I guess I, sh- I, sh- I should do it now. The big reveal. I'm Gleep No More. What? what? I'm Star G, call me. Oh, That's stop right. it, Gleep. <laughs> do, you, do you know no. how well that worked out for Prince? <laughs> that worked out so well for Prince that we call him Prince now. <laughs> Hey, it's it's a journey. It's not a destination. <laughs> okay. So on the RSI forums, uh, on versecast.org, star G I B. Wow. But you can tweet me at House Gleep, or you can email me at Gleep at versecast.org. Uh I, I don't even are you gonna have a fancy symbol too? <laughs> it's gonna be unpronounceable. Uh-huh. I am Jimmy Croker, uh still. <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jimmy Croker. Uh, that's J-I-M-I like Hendrix because I'm cool like that. Uh, and then everywhere else, uh, you can find me under the handle Jackson, J-A-X-S-U-N. Uh, you can find me over at Steam, uh, over at the uh, versecast.org, uh, and uh, that's my handle over at uh, Star Citizen. And then uh, you can email me at uh, Jimmy at versecast.org. I am uh, 360 No Scope 420 Blaze Elite Sniper Pro. You can find me on Twitter. <laughs> oh man! Uh, my name is Lonely Janto. You can find me pretty much everywhere by that name. <laughs> uh, you can email the show at comms at versecast dot org. Please, yeah, we need emails. Uh, we read those in the show coming up. Those guys with ships show. It's kind of a mouthful, but it's pretty fun to say. Um, it is. So yeah, email us there. You can find our Steam group on Steam. Those guys with ships. You can Twitter at us <laughs> at Versecast, and if you follow, we follow you back. You can DM us. Make sure to use the hashtag TGWS so we can find all your tweets. Yes. We have people searching that all the time. So if you if you tweet something with that, with the hashtag, you're going to get at least a few follow, uh, favorites. That's what you do on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. You can find our organization at robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. We are those guys with ships. We'd love to have you. Uh, come over to versecast.org. Hosted by Engine.com. It's really fancy. Mm. We have forums. We got a 50-slot mumble server where people have been hanging out and playing all sorts of games. Uh, you know, even if you don't feel like playing Star Citizen, just hop by. Somebody's probably playing something. We got four people playing Ark right now. Uh, we've been playing Planetside because Ace, me, and Lycondi subscribed recently. So we're trying to get our money's worth. Um, the Elite Dangerous Power Play update just came out, so I'm going to try to play some of that this week because that sounds really cool. Uh, so yeah, just head over to versecast.org, and then we do appreciate your review, which we have an update on, kind of a weird thing that's going on that we're going to talk about in the next show in the TGWS, um, uh, but just search for Versecast, leave us a review. That's on iTunes, right, John? Yeah. Did I say iTunes? You did now. Okay, iTunes. You can review us on Stitcher, too, which a couple people have done. One guy said, who needs iTunes reviews when you got Stitcher? So, you can do that. There you go. All right. Well, look at this, guy. 63 minutes and 13 seconds. What do you say? I've got one hour, three minutes, and 20 seconds. I got one hour, three minutes, and (laughs) 16.4. Until next time, then, we are those guys with ships, and this has been the Versecast.
See you guys. See you later. See ya. Hey, you can't do that. Yeah, stop doing that. It's not fair. You can't get to say see you twice. I can if I want. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Bye, guys. That one's not making it in with the edit. Thank you.